You're listening to Global IQ Minute with Jim Falk, a World Affairs Council conversation with authoritative voices discussing significant newsmaking issues and individuals. Sponsored by Greenberg Traurig, LLP. The celebration of the holiday season presents the perfect opportunity for us to pause and take note of individuals who work with passion and commitment to make the world a better place. Dr. Rick Hodes, the medical director of the AJJ DC, Ethiopia, is one of those individuals. Trained at Johns Hopkins as an internist, Dr. Hodes has lived and worked in Ethiopia for over three decades, changing the lives of young patients suffering primarily from spinal defects and in some instances, others correctable but severe medical problems. His work has been the subject of several documentaries, including one on HBO, Making the Crooked Straight, and of a book by Marilyn Berger entitled, This is a Soul, the Mission of Rick Hodes. Great to see you again in Dallas. Great, my pleasure to be here. So when you entered medical school, did you already have in your mind the idea of working for an NGO internationally? Somehow I wanted to go into global medicine, Mm -hmm. and I had no idea what that was. I mean, especially you're talking about, I entered medical school in 1978, so there's no career path. Even now, there's no career path. There's a lot of people who have these great ideas about how they're going to change the world or serve the world, but... I had this idea in back of my mind, but I didn't know how I was going to do it, no. How old were you? Medical school? I think I was about 25 when I entered. And so when did you first go to Ethiopia? I first went to Ethiopia right after medical school for a vacation for a couple of weeks. Right after medical school. And then I went to work in the famine in 84, 85. And you got a Fulbright at some point. I got a Fulbright. After internal medicine training in Baltimore, I applied for a Fulbright. The Fulbright people asked me to go to Ethiopia. They were trying to establish cultural relations with the new communist government of Mengistu Haile Mariam. So I was the first American official exchange person to go since the communists take over. In Ethiopia, you focus primarily on spinal deformities. Is there a higher incidence in Ethiopia? Yeah, I'm the only spinal deformity doctor for over 100 million people. It seems like the incidence is higher, and it seems certainly the severity is higher. What we're seeing in front of our eyes is the natural history of untreated spine disease. Instead of getting surgery at the 50 or 60 degree angle that you would get in the United States, we have people with 240 degrees. We have people with what we call saxophone spines. We have people with translocated and Z-shaped spines, which we call a gamma deformity. So we've discovered these new deformities and we're coming up with ways of treating it. Is this genetic or is it because Some of, of the it conditions is certainly genetic. We have this condition called neurofibromatosis. Some of it we don't know, but I think it's probably genetic. What about malnutrition? That could be. It could be that malnutrition in utero has something to do with this as well. How do you identify the patients? Do they come to you or are patients, you working through I'm, other Basically, hospitals? I'm known throughout the country. People hear about me. The other day, two brothers walked into my office. They had walked 400 miles to see me. They couldn't afford $20 for the bus fare, so they spent eight nights walking to get to me. Now, you don't do the surgery? or I'm not a surgeon. I'm an internal mm-hmm. medicine doc. So I match them with visiting surgeons who come to Ethiopia, or the best spine surgeon in the world, in my opinion, is Dr. Boachi in Ghana. And at any time, we have about 20 kids in Ghana. There's something that was invented here in Dallas called ambulatory traction, Mm -hmm. where we drill four holes in the skull and put a halo around. And we put these kids into halo traction, which is 
23 hours a day. It's sitting, it's walking, it's lying down. They can actually have a life while they're in traction. Was that at the Texas Back Institute where this it was, was developed or somewhere else? It was else? developed at Texas Scottish Rite. Okay. Now we're applying this, doing this in Ghana. We're the number one group in the entire world doing this. No other group has 20 kids in traction at any time. Now, in my introduction, I said your title is a medical director of AJJDC. What is that? So the American Jewish Joint Distribution Committee is a 103-year-old Jewish organization based in New York, working in 70 countries, primarily with Jewish communities, but we also do non-sectarian work. In Ethiopia, we had worked with the Jewish community when they were there. Now we're still there, and our work is completely non-sectarian. So how is your work funded? Does it come from then the Jewish Confederation? Or? We have to raise all of our money. The JDC doesn't give us much money, so we have to raise all of our money to keep the program going and to pay for the surgeries. So I do hearts and I do spines. About 20% of my patients are heart patients. We send them to India. It costs about $1,500 for an angioplasty or a valvuloplasty procedure. It costs about $5,000 for a valve replacement. A major, major spine surgery, which is six months of traction followed by surgery, that would cost us $22,000. So let me ask you this. You mentioned you do some of the surgeries here in the United States and in India and in Ghana. Have you been able to develop better medical technology and professionals in Ethiopia so that people don't have to go elsewhere? Sure. So we have three young Ethiopian doctors, one neurosurgeon, two orthopedic surgeons that we're training to be spine surgeons. So the idea, obviously, is to be able to start with very simple spine surgery and then progress to more complex spine surgery within Ethiopia and then only have to send the really complex cases to Ghana. What's your annual budget then? Well, we'd like to raise $2 million a year. Now, the doctors, are they volunteers, and how long do they work with you generally? Usually not just one doctor, but it's usually a small team. They'll come for one to two weeks, a couple of times a year, and we will set up cases. I'll email them. At, literally right now, I have a doctor there from Rochester, New York, and I emailed him a dozen cases. He identified four patients he wants us to work up. So my team there is doing all the workups, all the tests, the x-rays, the MRIs, and so on. So by the time the patient gets to Dr. Mespin, he can just open up the file and everything is right there. Now, I mentioned the Texas Back Institute, and I mentioned them because I saw it on your website as one of your partner organizations, University of Rochester and a few others. What's their role in your work? So I was at Texas Back literally three hours ago. Dr. Ted Bellinger, a wonderful guy and a wonderful surgeon, comes out to Ethiopia once a year for two weeks and works nonstop. So he'll do 15 cases once a year in Ethiopia, and then he'll do one or two cases a year in Plano, Texas. So I brought one boy with me, 16-year-old boy from Ethiopia. On this trip now? On this trip, uh -huh. yeah. We flew in on Sunday. We flew from Ethiopia to Togo to Newark to Dallas. I just delivered him this morning to Texas back and he'll be staying with one of the Texas back staff. He'll go into traction either at home or in the hospital, and then he'll have surgery in a few months. So, and all of this is free. Not only Dr. Bellinger's is free, the hospital is free, the anesthesiology is free, the home stay is free, and the implants are being donated. So it's a lot of moving parts that need to be done. We have just about another minute. And I remember when you spoke at the World Affairs Council about a year ago, you really captivated the audience's attention by telling a few success stories. Give us one now. I had a boy who came to Ethiopia. He came to me. He was unable to get spine surgery anywhere. We were able to send him to Vancouver. He went to Vancouver. He was completely bent over from ankylosing spondylitis. 
ended up completely straight. He came back to Ethiopia. He went to his village. He said to his village, I just spent six months in Vancouver. It's a different world. The only way we are going to improve is for everybody to get educated. His sister took that to heart. She walked out on her husband of two years, took a bus to Addis Ababa, moved in with her brother, and went back to school. She's 14 years old. Oh my goodness. Amazing. So she was married off at the age of 12. She probably mm -hmm. had three menstruations. And it's like, okay, you're menstruating time to get married. I want grandkids. That was the parent's attitude. She said, for none of this, I'm going to Addis Ababa and I'm going to school. You know, before we go, you've had such a long association with Ethiopia. How do you see the country now? The country is developing. The country is going in the right direction. I mean, politically, it's a bit chaotic at times, mm -hmm. but the country is certainly going in the right direction. There used to be three medical schools. Now there's 30 medical schools. There used to be a few universities. Now there's, I don't know, a lot of universities, 20, 30, 40 universities. Kids really want to go to school. They're working on their transportation. They're working on their infrastructure. There's a light rail system in Addis Ababa now. So they're certainly developing, and that's a wonderful thing. For the last word, how can our listeners support your activities and learn more about it? You can learn about it at my website, www.rickhodes.org. We appreciate any contributions you can give. You can really partner with us and save a life. Feel free to send me an email. My email is on my website. I'd be happy to work with you. Well, you do wonderful work, and it's great to see you again. Thanks for giving our listeners an opportunity to learn about it. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Global IQ Minute with Jim Falk a production of the World Affairs Council of Dallas-Fort Worth. Subscribe and rate Global IQ Minute on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite app. For information about a World Affairs Council in your community, visit worldaffairscouncils.org. Global IQ Minute is sponsored by Greenberg Traurig LLP, a global firm with 2,000 attorneys in 38 offices across the globe. Visit the firm at gtlaw.com.